Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 860, and we're looking at Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 through 10. Let's read the passage. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to view the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, because an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and approached the tomb. He rolled back the stone and was sitting on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing was white as snow. The guards were so shaken by fear of him that they became like dead men. The angel told the women, Don't be afraid, because I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Listen, I have told you. So departing quickly from the tomb, with fear and great joy, they ran to tell his disciples the news. Just then Jesus met them and said, Greetings. They came up, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus told them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to leave for Galilee, and they will see me there. This is the Gospel according to Matthew. Matthew's written this Gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus, to convince people that Jesus is the Messiah. We're in the final chapter now of Matthew, chapter 28. This is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And that's all considered a single event, theologically, the death, burial, and resurrection. The, the death is what paid the penalty of sin, the burial what proves he was dead. and The resurrection proves that what he said is true. They really is the Messiah, the Savior. So Thursday night, they had the Last Supper, then went to the Garden of Gethsemane, and that's where he was arrested. They took him to the high priest, who they gathered the whole Sanhedrin. They met through the night. Then Friday morning, he was taken to Pilate, ordered to be crucified. Then we saw him crucified on Friday morning and then buried in the tomb Friday evening. And then on Saturday, we had the guards set at the tomb for fear that somebody would steal his body. Now it is Sunday morning. Pick it up, chapter 28, verse 1. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to view the tomb. The Sabbath is Saturday. The Sabbath actually ends at sunset on Saturday. But you can't do anything because it's dark then, so you have to wait until Sunday morning. So as Sunday morning was dawning, the ladies went to the tomb, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. Now back in chapter 27, verse 61, Matthew told us after Joseph of Arimathea placed him in the tomb and rolled the stone over it, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were seated there facing the tomb. So they're the ones who are witnesses of the burial of Jesus. So the other Mary must refer to the same other Mary as chapter 27, verse 61. And that's the only two that Matthew mentions. Luke says in Luke 24, 10, it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Mary, the mother of James. So this other Mary must be the mother of James and Joseph. Verse 2, there was a violent earthquake because an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and approached the tomb. 
He rolled back the stone and was sitting on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing was white as snow. So we have another earthquake, and it's just often we see these things with actions of God, of significant events, and things like earthquakes happen. And the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and goes to the tomb. And we're told something of his appearance. He looks very angelic, like you would expect an angel. His appearance was like lightning. His clothing was white as snow. There's no hiding that this is an angel. Sometimes angels come and they look like normal people. This one came looking like an angel. and says, he rolled back the stone and was sitting on it. Verse 4, the guards were so shaken by fear of him that they became like dead men. He doesn't explain what being like dead men is. We assume they fainted. Or it could have been they were just paralyzed with fear lying on the ground. But I think fainted would cover that. The detail of guards fainted. And this is a pretty impressive thing. First there's an earthquake, and then this angel appears, rolls the stone away, and that's uh, not the sort of thing you see every day or ever. So, yes, they fainted. Now, question, did this happen before the women got there? Yes, it says in verse 1 that the ladies were heading toward the tomb. Verse 2, the angel appears and rolls back the stone. But the other gospels say the stone was already rolled away when they got there. So I take it to be, yes, they're heading for the tomb. The angel shows up, rolls the stone away. Now, is that how Jesus got out of the tomb? No, it seems that Jesus was already out of the tomb. He was just opening the tomb for the witnesses to see that Jesus is no longer there. The angel didn't roll the stone back. Jesus sneaked out and then is going to play hide and seek with them. He's not there. But then the women show up. Verse 5, the angel told the women, don't be afraid because I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. So the angel explains to the women that Jesus has risen and invites them to be witnesses, to see the tomb is empty. Verse 7, Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Listen, I have told you. Verse 8, so departing quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy, they ran to tell his disciples the great news. So the angel said, go tell the disciples. They go tell the disciples. And it says, with fear and great joy. They seem like conflicting emotions. Well, this is, uh, again, this isn't the sort of thing you see every day. So fear, this is an amazing thing. You, you've just met an angel, and you've just seen the stone rolled away. You've been told Jesus has been raised from the dead. Yes, there, tremendous fear, but great joy. You've been told Jesus has risen from the dead. And so they run to tell the disciples. Now, some people have trouble with these accounts of amongst the four Gospels of this resurrection event, Easter Sunday, because they read differently. Well, four people writing four accounts of the same event generally are going to have some differences. They're going to tell things 
sometimes in different order. They're going to highlight different things. They're going to mention one person, but not another person who might be there also. And so if you uh, look at all the accounts, the four accounts, you, you can make sense of them and say, okay, like Luke and John say that Peter and John ran to the tomb. Well, if you stick that between verse 8 and verse 9 here, so the women run from the tomb to go tell his disciples, and they go and tell the disciples of Peter and John, run to the tomb. They find the tomb empty, and then they leave. Then John focuses on Jesus encountering Mary Magdalene. Matthew just focuses on the entire group of women. So they each tell this same event in their own way, but it all does fit together. So verse 9, just then Jesus met them and said, Greetings. They came up, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus told them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to leave for Galilee, and they will see me there. So Jesus tells them the same thing that the angel had told them. Tell them to meet me in Galilee. Now just the natural reading of Matthew, it sounds like nobody sees Jesus until they get to Galilee. You read the other Gospels? No. We'll have the, the two events in a week apart in Jerusalem, where Jesus will appear to his disciples. And why does Matthew not tell these details? That's not the story Matthew's telling. So they encounter the angel, then they encounter Jesus. And the message is the same. Go tell the disciples. Now, Jesus, in verse 10, tells them, go tell my brothers. Does that mean just the 11 apostles? Or does that mean a larger group? There's some debate on that. Who actually goes to Galilee? There's, there's no indication it's more than just the 11 apostles. Some want to make it a little bigger group. The brothers would include all his disciples there in Jerusalem. But for the, the simplicity of this passage, what we have here is the resurrection. Jesus has been raised from the dead. Jesus is walking about, interacting with people. The women are touching him. They fall at his feet and take hold of his feet and worship him. Now there is the passage in John where Jesus tells Mary, stop clinging to me. And first reading, it almost sounds like there's something about him you're not supposed to touch. But I think the point there is she's hanging on to him and won't let go. And he says, okay, we've got things to do. We've got people to tell. So stop clinging to me because we've got a mission to accomplish. But we pointed out before, interesting thing here is the women are the actual witnesses of his death, burial, and resurrection. Were there others that saw him die, saw him buried, saw him raised? Oh, absolutely. But the ones listed here in the gospel are the women. This goes along with Jesus's theme of the first will be last, the last will be first. You've got to become like those who were least in society to be great in the kingdom of heaven. So he chooses women to be his witnesses, women who at this culture could not testify in a trial because they, they couldn't be witnesses. But God chooses them to be his witnesses of the most amazing event in history. Thanks for joining me. 
Join me again next time as we continue working through Matthew.